The final score from Carson City, California. LA Galaxy 2, nil, Wrexham 4. Yeah, I think I got that right. Uh, apologies for any disturbance on the audio feed of this, but Laszlo, the podcasting cat, has settled nicely and satisfiedly against the microphone. This was a mismatch, really, in all honesty. LA Galaxy fielding a pretty young backup team who... I thought, actually, you could really see the good coaching that's going on with them. They used the ball nicely. They had neat techniques. They looked to pass the ball out from the back, but Wrexham were too good off the ball to allow them to really come out too often. They had a really good five-minute spell near the end of the first half when it was still no nil, and if something had happened then, well, you know, this could have turned out differently. But the truth was that this was a, a pretty easy run-out for Wrexham, and again, the interplay, the passing, and the shape off the ball looked really good. Wrexham picking a pretty similar side to the one that played against Chelsea. And we're on the front foot pretty much from the off. First chance coming from Jacob Mendy, cutting in on the left, onto his right foot and from the edge of the area, like he did at Dorking when he scored, of course, driving a powerful shot. An utterly magnificent save denied him. He smashed it inside the left post, but the goalkeeper, Gilson, dived across and did ever so well. He dived across. He went down. He went low a bit early, and it was halfway up the post. And his top hand, he did brilliantly just to stretch and push it around the post. Absolutely top-class save by him. Wrexham continues to put pressure on. O'Connell with a corner, which Gilson did well to tip away at his far post as O'Connell was lurking for an easy nod into an empty net. And then in the 21st minute, Wrexham very unfortunate not to take the lead in style. A beautifully worked move with uh, Palmer linking up with Mullin. Mullin, uh, Palmer rather, chipping the ball into the box and Lee brilliantly from 15 yards, taking the ball on the chest and turning and hitting the ball home. Disallowed for offside against him. There's, there weren't uh, multi-camera angles on the footage, but from what I could see, he looked pretty onside to me. So he's a bit unlucky there. And after that, actually, LA Galaxy had their, that good spell that I mentioned before the break. Wrexham had been in control of midfield. Cannon, O'Connor and Lee, really impressive. We've been a little bit, interestingly, conservative, I thought, on the flanks in the first half. Our wide centre-backs, Hayden and Boyle, didn't join in quite as much as we've often seen in Phil Parkson's Wrexham side. And we weren't getting those overlaps going with the wing-backs quite as often either. Um, but we we were really penning LA Galaxy in, and they weren't showing much penetration in their passing. But then, a couple of moments where those wide centre-backs were taken on by players led to two chances. Firstly, Picasso taking on Hayden on the left and beating him. He looked like he might have been off, but the flag stayed down and he drove in a shot, but Foster was very solid and managed to parry it away. And then on the right-hand side, an excellent run by Klein, who left Boyle beat, absolutely beaten, pulled it back into the striker Bibu, a real chance eight yards out, and a huge block by Aaron Hayden to stop his goal-bound shot. Hayden picked up a booking soon afterwards, uh, this was a little unfortunate for him, not only because yellow cards seem to be a bit harder to earn in friendlies, but also because the referee was quite laissez-faire with physical contact. But it was a late challenge by him, which was penalised, and the sides went in level. Wrexham made no changes in the second half, but 
it was a changed Wrexham side in terms of killer instinct. Instead of just dominating, they now were striking. In fact, the first goal game two minutes after the break. Lee in his own half, making an excellent tackle, going to ground, getting a foot in. It deflected to Palmer, who showed good strength to hold off his man turn and play a nice pass to the right-hand side to Mullen. Mullen came driving in and drove the ball into the box perfectly for Cannon, who'd made an excellent third-man run through the middle of the pitch, and he had a simple finish to give Wrexham the lead. And this ushered in a spell of really intense pressure by Wrexham. Nine minutes later, it would be 2-0, and Wrexham would have spurned a few good chances to add even more. Firstly, Mendy on the left-hand side, rather strangely, miscontrolling the ball, but managing to recover, use that miscontrol essentially to beat his man, it looked like it might have gone out as well, to be honest, but he spanned past well, fed a good ball in the box, and now we saw a familiar sight. Mullen running into the left channel, a defender in his way, but he can, he's very skillful at using those defenders to block the keeper's sight and then just place a little shot using the defender as a reference point inside the far post. He went for this, but put it wide and was annoyed of himself. Mullen, who was wearing the captain's armband in the absence of Tozer and Young within a minute, got a pretty similar chance. This time it was O'Connor, who again really looked a cut above. Under pressure, 30 yards out from his own goal, just turned away from danger and played the lovely pass out to the left-hand side. Mullen came driving in and got into the box. A similar position again, like I said. This time he hit the target, but maybe overcompensated the touch because he didn't get it right inside the post and Gilson made a good parry. In the 55th minute, though, came the inevitable second goal and a second assist for Mullen. This time, it was Lee picking the ball up again between the lines, feeding it wide to Mendy. He worked inside to Mullen with a a lovely little dink off to his left and Lee was able to slot the ball across the keeper and then to make it 2-0. And within a minute, it could have been three. A really nice move ending when Boyle played a ball into the box that was headed partly away. Lee winning the ball back and finding Palmer, who very adroitly took it on the turn and drove it powerfully from about 10 yards out, but too straight. And it was actually an easy save for Gilson. On the hour came another opportunity. This time, an O'Connor corner swept into the goal mouth Hayden attacking it menacingly Gilson got a good punch to it but Cannon did well taking it on the chest and as it dropped hitting a really firm half volley it was on target but it was well blocked in the penalty area span behind for a corner and from that corner Lee swept the ball in and it was O'Connor flicking the ball on Mullen lunging at full stretch about a yard out from an open goal really just couldn't control this touch if he'd been a if he'd been a couple of inches further forwards where he was standing he'd have tapped it into an empty net as it is it hit his foot flew up hit the bar and bounced down there was a bit of a scramble and the ball was cleared a temporary reprieve though because Wrexham soon had the third and Mullen in the identical part of the pitch, got himself finally a goal. It was scruffy, but who cares? <clears throat> nice work again by Cannon. 
chipping the ball across to the left, Lee feeding in a ball into the goal mouth, took a deflection off a defender, went agonisingly across the face of goal, Mullen lunged in, two defenders lunged in with him, and they managed to clear it off the line, but Mullen was so close to them that it hit his chest as he went to ground and went into the net. Mullen had been limping a few moments earlier and got up again from his goal limping a bit, and so it felt well-timed that that was the point that Phil Parkinson chose to switch out his entire outfield team. Mark Howard had come on at half-time. Now, all the outfield players came off, 10 substitutions, and the new side didn't take long to click because within three minutes of this wholesale change, it was 4-0. Quick thinking by Jordan Davis, who took a quick throw-in on the left-hand side to find Dolby, who turned his man beautifully on the edge of the box to find himself one-on-one with the keeper, and he drove it well across the keeper. A brilliant left-handed save by Gilson, who made himself big, hit his palm, dropped down. Unluckily for him, Ford was more alert than his defenders and rushed in to knock in a simple finish to make it 4-0. And after that, it was still a bit of a procession, to be honest, as Wrexham pushed on, looking for more. Ford beating his man nicely down the right-hand side, dinking the ball into the goal mouth. The ball headed clear. James Jones took a touch and drove it powerfully from 25 yards, well held by Gilson. Then it was Walters, who again looked lively up front, turning nicely, dinking the ball into the far post. Dolby stretching, couldn't quite control his header, put it back across Gilson, but wide of the far post. And as the game enters the last 10 minutes... Great ball by McFadden again sent Dolby one on one down the left channel, but he had a bit of a heavy touch and when he tried to drive it into the goal mouth, it was deflected behind for a corner. And there were a couple of late chances as well. Dolby cutting in on the left hand side and ripping a good shot from the corner of the box, which was well parried by Gilson. The ball came out to Jones. Wrexham, like I said, really ringing the penalty area, boxing LA Galaxy in and winning so many of those second balls. But his powerful follow-up shot was blocked. And then in added time, (laughs) Wrexham very nearly got a highly fortuitous fifth when the ball was fed by Ford to Hosanna down the right-hand side. And he cut inside, completely misses his cross, but it beat Gilson, hit the bar and dropped down to safety. So another good run out for Wrexham. Uh, we looked very good on the ball. Like I said, the first choice midfield of Lee, or first half, first hour midfield of Lee, Cannon, and whoever the heck the other woman was. Oh yeah, O'Connor, who was outstanding, and I just forgot him. Um, yeah, they really bossed the game, in all honesty. Uh, other interesting performances were once again Palmer looked very deft in the way he was popping balls off first time and you know seeing where people were the the vision of the two strikers was great Mullen likewise he was very creative as well as getting his goal and threatening the goal on other occasions it was good to see Ford doing well when he came on as well and also interesting to see I think really the cause of this was Tunnycliffe's injury rather than anything else. I don't think this was something we should anticipate seeing, but Hosanna playing as a right-sided centre-back when we made that that wholesale change. Like I said, I think it's just because we didn't have enough centre-backs and so Hosanna slotted in. Uh, but yeah, it was a, a good, solid performance once more. Again, like in the Chelsea game, some nice moments of creativity by Jordan Davis too. And yes... By Jordan Davis as well. I mean, not Jordan Davis too. The popular follow-up to Jordan Davis. 
And yeah, it was good stuff. Onwards now to the Man United youth team, because it will be that. United are playing Real Madrid 24 hours later, um, but it will still be a proper test. I mean, look what Chelsea's backup team were like. And if there's any players lacking match fitness, they'll probably be drafted in too. So it'll be a good test as for Wrexham, the next game coming up. And yeah, once again, it'll help to spread our name around a bit, which is no bad thing, is it? With the final score of... Right, let's not get this wrong. LA Galaxy 2 nil, Wrexham 4 I'm Mark Griffiths from Wrexham AFC and I'm going to feed next door's cats because they're on holiday in Jamaica nice nice cat totally white cat got different coloured eyes until we found out her name we used to call her Bowie turns out she's a woman oh well but then Bowie was androgynous wasn't he really he liked to ask questions of the, the sort of the norms of society. So maybe our choosing of that name was quite prescient. I've gone off the point, haven't I? Bye.